following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Tonight, a complete wrap of the day's proceedings and testimony in the O.J. Simpson trial. Now at a new time, 10.30 Eastern on CNN. Hello out there in the sports world and even into the sports history world, which we, I would say, specialize in on this podcast. I am your host, Andrew Lenz, joined by my co-host, Johnny Townsend. I almost called you by a different last name, but I don't know why. And this is the Retroactive <laughs> sports podcast and i'm gonna bring us in because johnny wants to call it the radioactive sports podcast i don't know why it's, i think it's just the active and i'm group of spider-man nerds that's probably part of it well has he got that 90 spider-man theme stuff? yeah radioactive spider-man <laughs> don't you remember that song <laughs> it's just uh that's one of the gus Aerosmith did it if yeah, i'm thinking right play guitar yeah yes <laughs> i can't even do it so. I'm not musically talented at all to the point where I can't even make a guitar sound with my mouth. Um, (laughs) I can't either. Apparently I just tried and it sound like a cat doing its best to survive. (laughs) But we, uh, but this is our first episode of 2024. So happy new year. I actually said it right under the under our last podcast. Well, I said it was 2004 and Johnny. Yeah. You took 20 years away. Don't you want to take 20 years yeah, out? <laughs> Good Lord, I do. I just depressed myself saying 20 years out loud. It just hit me yeah. how long ago 2004 was. Yeah. Man. I yeah. I got depressed when I saw that there was 40 WrestleManias, and I'm older than WrestleMania. There, isn't this WrestleMania 40 coming up? I think so. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. But Vince doesn't like to say Russell. Stop. Well, nerd. Vince doesn't get to say anything anymore, really. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, Vince doesn't like numbers because of uh, <laughs> he gets upset. Uh, Vince, you know, speaking of Vince, I might be somebody who's definitely into this topic today. Yeah. Uh, if you're reading it, I did put up, can you separate the art from the artist? So in other words, can we take a player, an athlete, a sports figure we're only going sports figure because we could probably do this for the nostalgia funhouse too. Oh, we definitely could. Yeah. Uh, you know, can you take this sports figure icon or whatever and separate from what he did on the field from what he did off the field? Yes. And- uh, unfortunately, there's been in the history of sports many a person who uh, off the field did something awful. Uh, But on the field, they were actually really, really good. Can you separate those two things? That's what we're talking about today, a pretty heavy topic. But just so you know, uh, I am a wannabe comedian at heart. So uh, to deal deal with dark subjects, I usually make jokes. Just know that going in. It does not mean that I I don't respect or have any empathy for those involved who were hurt by these terrible things. So just know that going in. I make jokes, but I definitely have empathy for these people. Uh, and Andrew does not uh, endorse anything I say, nor should he. I will probably make a joke too. I will just, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. There could be a point because I have a feeling this is going to be uh, a very so, 
Got some it. sensitive topics for sure are going to be covered. Yeah. So know that too, going in here. If that's not your bag, then maybe skip this episode. Just know that going in. See you right there. Uh, Do an Austin Powers thing. <laughs> yes. My favorite thing of Austin Powers in life every time is when he's in that uh, that cart and he gets stuck in the hallway. That makes me laugh every time. <laughs> I really love that. Uh, not to get off topic, but did you see, I saw this video of this guy he told his kid that if he wanted to watch Mr. Bean, that he would have to run in place to power the TV. So he just like <laughs> stuck an unplugged extension cord like around his pants and told him to run. So there's this little kid running so he can watch Mr. Bean. <laughs> <laughs> power in the TV. And that'd get me to exercise. <laughs> oh, that's our light moment. Uh, yeah. But now I don't know how you want to to structure this. Are you going to just bring up different I athletes? We, I think we just bring up different athletes, but then talk about, you know, just is there certain things that, because I think this can get into a gray area. I don't know if this yeah. is 100% yes and a 100% no in some cases. I do think there will be some nuances here or there with some of them. Like, um, uh, just to start off easy, like a basketball situation, like Carl Malone. Now, yes. Carl Malone is a great all time NBA player. Hall of Famer. Yes. Hall of Famer. One of the top power forwards of all time. Your top five. Carl Malone. East. Maybe three there. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but if you don't know, when Carl Malone was younger, um, I think he was in his 20s, if I'm thinking correctly. He got an underage uh, girl pregnant. And then after that, wanted nothing to do with the kid on top of that. So uh, I think he was in college. It's when he was in college, if I'm thinking correctly. I could be off on this. Andrew can correct me if he if he wants to. But that's the gist of it. He had a very inappropriate, and that's putting it lightly, uh, and – when this came out, a lot of people were like, well, he's dirt, right? Can we separate that from what he did on the court, which is admittedly Hall of Fame level uh, play on the court? Yeah, which to me, in a lot of cases, I'm not going to lie, I I can do this. It's It is very tough for me. I had... a love for... Do you remember the Genesis games... Where it's like right before EA turned those games into the NBA Live series, where it was like Bulls versus whatever. They had a couple like of those Bulls versus Celtics, Bulls versus yeah. Blazers. I have a very distinct memory of the Jazz being in there and Carmelone hat because they would put in uh, if a player had like a a distinct dunk they would do, they'd put that in, and, and the mailman had one where he he would put his his hand behind his head as he was dunking. It's kind of like he's delivering the ball, sort of like a thing. And I remember always loving doing that dunk. Uh, the Stockton Malone pick and roll to this day was one of my favorite things to watch, and I love and it and it really installed in me. Even when I even when I would play, that the how great the pick and roll itself was is such a deadly combination. If you have two really talented players like the Jazz were lucky to have on the court, I would never take away anything he did. But if I'm being honest. It did sort of tarnish my Beautiful. thought on him. It was way more the fact that even after he did what he did, that he pretty much disowned 
the kid on top of that. I think that was the for me the thing that really put over the edge for me. It's one thing to do that with an underage person, but it's another thing entirely on top of that to pour salt onto that wound and just act like that kid doesn't exist. Yeah, she gave birth to twins. Oh, two kids. I'm sorry. I didn't know it was two. I thought it was just one. Yeah, claiming that makes it even worse for me. So that's that for me personally is why it's it's tough. Uh, but I would never ever argue if somebody said he's a top three power forward. Yeah, he is. I can't I can't argue against that. So like in that case, you're kind of on the same boat with me that garbage human being for doing right. that. But yes. A great player. So you don't look at him any less than on the court from his on or almost said field. His on the court play, you're not looking from his off the court issues, we'll say. Yeah, and third best diamond cutter. <laughs> I can't believe I ordered the watch that pay per view. I did not pay I for did it. I did not pay for it. I did pay for it. I had a job and I was like, I want to pay for this pay-per-view to watch Dennis Rodman and in a wrestling ring. I'm going to start like kind of, kind of slow with this in a way. Yeah. I think we got to build up to our big one. Uh, 10 bow pods. He who shall not be named, but you look at a guy even like OJ. Yes. And I've heard this. Uh, he's an author. He does a lot of, stuff for nfl network where he talks about players and stuff like that i think his name is chuck klosterman or some man or something oh yeah yeah chuck klosterman yeah i've read yeah. some of his books yeah are they good i like them he's very much a pop culture guy okay because he talks he talks so great about oj in this aspect that oj around all of his think dealings off the field if you were to write a book about oj that would be the that would be like have to be the selling point of his off the field. Yeah. But what he did on the field may only be a chapter or a paragraph and it gets left behind. And he was legitimately probably the best player in the seventies, definitely the best running back. I would have to say in, in that case, but because of all his off the field dealings with the alleged murdering, uh, where he broke into that guy's hotel room and beat him up or something like that, or to get was, his own stuff back, wasn't it? Yeah, to get his own something stuff like back. it. Yeah, and that's what he actually went to jail for. <laughs> yeah, we're not such a weird. What a weird life. Yeah, and he. I mean, that's a pretty big fall too, because this guy was everywhere. Ooh, he yeah, naked gun movies. He did the Hertz commercials. He. Uh, was working for NBC as I believe it's yeah he was a sideline uh, reporter and everything else like OJ was like everywhere like OJ was the poster boy for yeah America in a way but what he did or allegedly did in this case because if he did he was found innocent if you, uh, if the glove don't fit you must acquit all that fun stuff but that was such a big deal in in pop culture even that if you bring up oj i i guarantee you most people will not even remotely mention the fact that he was a football player and it, it and it's sad and I, I 
sounds horrible that I say it's sad, but it's if if you're a a fan of football or like like I am or an NFL history nerd like I am, you can't tell the complete story of the evolution of things without OJ, I feel. And that's the thing where I know a lot of people, there's a company where you do something bad, they just write you off. You're just yeah. out of the history books. You can't really do that in the NFL per se or anything like that because you're still you're still there. But a lot of people, I mean, the guy ran for 2,000 yards and he only played 14 games. Now they're playing, Jaws and I get into this argument all the time about different game things, but he did this in 14 games, ran for 2,003 yards in 14 games. Now players have, they play 17 games and they're still not getting to what he did over his, over there or over that, or in the 75, he ran for eight, 1800 yards. And I understand the game has changed. You don't run the ball, but I mean, he was so, so effective in every way. Uh, I mean, people were clamoring to get him in 1969 when he was coming out in the draft. I mean, there's Eagle, there's probably people in the Eagles that are pissed off that they won that last game and they missed out on drafting OJ and the bills ended up getting him in 1969. I mean, that, that commercial he did with the, uh, was it Hertz? Wasn't that the one? Yeah. He did a lot of Hertz. Well, like it's a very famous commercial where he's running through the, uh, is it an airport or something like that? I just remember he's running. Uh, like it's just a popular commercial. And on top of that, he was vital in helping Leslie Nielsen solve the, some of those cases. He was, he was vital. But I mean, he he's connected to two people who lost their lives in a very brutal manner, and to this day, there's not really been justice for that. And. You know, uh, he's connected to this, and then he makes it worse by basically trying to run away. Or right of how I think, how I would have did it. I don't know. If yeah, yes. That. Oh, I definitely remember. I make a lot of jokes about that. Uh, about He literally wrote a book saying, if I had done it, this is what I would have done. Uh, somebody who wanted <laughs> a moron on some of those decisions. Uh, it's just... I... <sighs> This one's really tough because officially he wasn't convicted of that of that horrible crime. And but it really does feel like he's connected to us somehow, right? Like everything he did afterwards makes it very tough to think that he didn't he didn't at least know something, right? Uh and there have been like before that happened, him and her had had a history of her calling the police because he was being pretty violent with her before that. So uh, he had a definitely had an anger issue at the very least. And I don't, I, I do think that's what he will always be known for is that. And the on the field stuff will never really get brought up very much except for sports, people who are really, really into sports. And I, <laughs> But you as like an NBA fan. Yeah. Um, 
I'm looking at this from a I I adore those naked gun movies. I mean, I, I'm not even making a joke. I really do love those naked oh, well, gun yeah, movies. I, I really love them a lot. They're very funny. That sense of humor is right up my alley. That very stupid, dumb uh gags on there. I mean, one of my all-time favorite laughs I ever had, one of my biggest laughs is when, is when Leslie Nielsen's character is in the is in the police lab and the and the other uh, guy goes Hey, take a look at this at a microscope. And Leslie Nielsen looks down at the microscope because I don't see anything. And the guy goes, "Use your open eye, Frank." <laughs> say, well, my favorite jokes in the movie ever. It's just so good. And he was a big part of those those movies. So just looking at it from that aspect of it, like I'll go back. I'll still watch those movies because they're way more Leslie Nielsen movies than anything else. So I can't separate it when it comes to that. But I, I am very curious how I would feel if this guy was a basketball player, because that's my sport. How I'd feel if a basketball player had been like been in this a big time who would you compare him to basketball wise? Like who would he be? Think of one. I'm trying to think, uh like a who would be on? I I think, huh? I mean, is anybody really committed? I mean, in the well, fact- I mean, I'm just trying to think of like just from a from the sports aspect of it. I had nothing to do with the off the field, like on the field stuff. Who would you kind of compare to him? Like as somebody who was sort of the bridge to what the sport would become because i kind of think that's what oj was or like right that was so dominant even though he was on a crappy team because that was oj too yeah and i'm not saying it because i'm i'm not a big fan of the bills but those bills teams in the 70s suck matter of fact the dolphins beat them every single year in the 70s i gotta bring that up because i'm a dolphins fan but uh <laughs> I'm a Panthers fan. We don't even know how to score a point. <laughs> Who is a terrible, really great player on a terrible team that like, there's been a lot of those, but they were like they were also at the same time they sort of changed the sport before their time in a way. Anyway, if there had been a basketball player like that, Bernard King, but I don't think the Knicks were that bad with Bernard King. No, the, the Knicks were actually pretty good. Uh I can't go with Alex English. I think I'm thinking somebody like who do you got? Gilbert, let's go Gilbert Arenas. I think Gilbert Arenas is a great one because he would pull up from half court half the time and one heck of a basketball player will have his time on a terrible Washington team. That's another guy, though, that's in that same boat as OJ with. Yeah, but he was oh. way more because he brought a gun to the locker room. Oh, yeah. Kind of. <laughs> which, which, you know what, though, doesn't sound that bad from what it allegedly oj did right in comparison how crazy how some of these things are but let's just say for argument's sake that gilbert had done even more with a gun right uh and had gone to court it was a big deal how would i feel about gilbert arenas i would probably look definitely look at him differently if i'm being honest i man i don't know i'm very curious what if you can do this because also he 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 was mainly known for playing on the Bills, which is not your favorite team. <laughs> well, yeah. And geez, I I can't even think of anybody. 
Yeah, I don't know. Because this is, I, th- I, I think, just to be called the best player of the seventies. Yeah, in a pop culture lexicon, I think he'll never be separated from that ever. It, in a way, I understand, and I'm one hundred percent. You got to be punished for what you did, or you know, got to go through. Even if you got alleged for it, there's always going to be that speculation. He's a high profile people or person. Uh, to the point where this was such a big thing that we stopped class. I was in seventh grade and we stopped class. Like they stopped to listen to the OJ verdict. I remember going to my friend's house and we wanted to watch TV, but we had to go downstairs in his basement to watch TV because his mother was so entranced by the OJ trial, which everybody was. I don't know if it was around the world that was like that, but where I'm from, the, he the was, United the United States. I'm you know I'm in the South, right? Yeah. I have a very strong memory of eating lunch in school in the cafeteria and then rolling televisions into the lunchroom. Okay, during the trial to put the trial on TV while we're eating lunch, and I, they did not. I don't have any memories of that ever happening before or after. I don't of, like, of something like that. And I, they never. I was we were in school during the Oklahoma City bombing, and they never any yeah. of that. But yeah, OJ on trial, man was the and I went to school during well I was a little bit younger during Waco and all that stuff but I don't think they're in elementary school they're gonna be like rolling in like hey the FBI yeah, <laughs> yeah the FBI and yeah that's an old that's a, yeah once again yeah I'm going back to my childhood just because you watched it as a child doesn't mean it's for children <laughs> yes <laughs> but now what's the who's our next athlete oh my goodness Oh, I had one in my head. Oh, well, I, I'm probably going to stick with a little more. But here's another high-profile one, Michael Vick. I mean. Yeah, that's a really good one. That Now, this isn't a person. We've gone into people that have done uh, with OJ and Carl Malone that have done harm to a person. Now, these are, this is an animal. And I'm not, I own a dog. I love my dog. I'm not saying there's, you know, but yeah, I mean, pets, pets legit become part of your family. Right. Yeah. Don't cancel me. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing though. Like Michael Vicks uh, gets in trouble for dog fights. Right. Yep. And it's a major part of the story. He had, he was one heck of a player before that. It kind of had of his time too, as a quarterback, right. Sort of like a, a running quarterback that wasn't really in vogue. Until he kind of comes around. I mean, I knew there were probably some who well, did that, but I'm gonna when, like sound, I'm gonna sound a little crazy here. <laughs> These were the big three things why Michael Vick shouldn't succeed in the NFL. And this is still in the two thousands, and people are still kind of looking at this. All right. Here's the three things against Michael Vick. He was a running quarterback. He was a ru- okay. He was a run first quarterback. Right, yeah. He was black. Yeah. Actually, I I could probably go four. He wasn't at least six foot two. Because I think he was under six foot two. And he was left-handed. Yeah. Four major things. And and you might be like, oh, what what does race got to do? The NFL wasn't very evolved when it came to the color of a quarterback skin like it is now. Now they're more into... If you can, how do I say, even in a basketball term, if you can ball out, we want you on our team. Yeah. yeah. But back then, he was a little bit 
he was different. Like, yeah. But he was becoming a major star. I mean, I was very aware of him. And I mean, before the, you know, before the, the uh, dog fighting issues. Uh, but here comes the thing. Can you separate that from this? I know a lot of people. Uh, again, Andrew and I both love animal. I'm a big animal guy. I if anybody did anything to my cats, I don't know what I would do to that person. <laughs> I love you know. I love my. They they are legit. Become part of your family. They do. Uh, I and I you know a lot of animal. It's I think it's for me. It's way more of how helpless is the animal in you know and stuff like that. Ah, man, this one's tough for me. I love dogs, and I I totally get that. But also, I'm very quick to say. Uh, for me personally, hurting a human is worse than hurting a dog. I could see that, but I am. But again, if you hurt a dog, I still think you're a garbage person. Yeah, and the way that he did it with the dog fighting, and then you would have multiple dog fighting rings. I think, right? I think so. Yeah, they would bury him in his behind. They would find like all these dog, um, bodies, which is yeah, not cool. Now, yeah, it's very, it's very awful, very, very awful. And but that being said, I can't separate. It. I know him way more for the, the dog fighting than anything else. Oh, he was spectacular. Like, he, oh, I know he was. He yeah. could have, he could have been something. But <laughs> is that something that? Uh, see, even in this case, people might hate me for this. We might lose a lot of listeners or whatever. But <laughs> I can almost separate it. Like, I can separate. I know what he did for the NFL. Like I know what the, he was. He was the Allen Iverson of the NFL. Let's go yeah. that. This is an easy one for me. Matter of fact, I think they even played each other in high school, but he was the Allen Iverson of the NFL. He brought a new look. He brought a new way. He wasn't supposed to, he wasn't big enough to, you know, be able to kind of make it in a way. His play would never love never last and now it's like every quarterback pretty much does what he does they have i mean the bills do it with josh allen the ravens do it with mark jackson if you got a guy that can run there is a quarterback running play in there which before it was just quarterback sneak hey run that ball right up you know just kind of try and sneak it in for a couple of inches for a first down so in my mind i can separate in a way. I mean, even, well, even Allen Iverson's had his troubles, but yeah, stuff that he did in high school, but I, yeah, can, I can separate it in a way. It's easier for me to separate Allen Iverson's because his is way more. Cause he got in a fight at a bowling alley. Uh, yeah. And Which uh, I have a feeling considering where Allen Iverson's from might've been provoked. Probably, yeah. So I can separate that pretty easily. I'm a big AI guy. So uh, I understand this comparison, but if you just say the name Michael Vick, I will automatically just think about the dogfighting stuff. Like it just automatically comes to mind first. I think it's it's in there. It's in my head. I'm not going to lie, but maybe because I'm so ingrained in football. So that's that's why I really wanted to kind of do this episode because it's a different perspective when it comes from people that aren't um, there's a lot of there's a lot of points that come guy. to it. Like, did he play? Uh, I mean, just if we're being honest with ourselves, did he play on a 
play on your team too on top of that that is true it, that will be a part of it i mean we're gonna you're gonna bring up a football player soon who did play on my team uh, and how do i feel about that you'll either be easier or even harder on that person depending on that yeah there's all kinds of aspects that go into it. that's why it's nuanced it's not just this or that uh, so in a way too i've noticed with some of these people kind of like in a Michael Vick, even in a Ben Roethlisberger, I don't know if you know the Ben Roethlisberger situation or where he, I know, I know who he is, but I don't know the situation. If I'm being uh, honest, he allegedly, um, how do I say the word? Um, it rhymes with grape. Got you. Understood. <laughs> Somebody, uh, I oh, was wow. even rapped about it. I believe. But then people forget kind of in a way about it. I think it also depends on how good you are and how much success you bring to your team on top of that. So that's the other thing where players are still playing. How do you feel about in a way that it just kind of gets wiped away? Not so much the separation that we're talking about, like really great player, but he's also a garbage human being in a way for doing what he did. You know, you know how big of a Hornets fan I am. It's my all-time favorite yeah, team. Let's just go right, right there. Can let's you- go right to that. Miles Bridges is playing on our team right now. I heard the Pistons want him to send them, please send them. I that again. That's how I feel though. He literally beat. There's no ands ifs about it. He beat his girlfriend or wife. I don't know. I don't think they were married, but it's the mother of his children, and it right in front of his children too. May I add? Oh, beat, the, beat her terribly. That's a joke. <laughs> I, I, gotta, yes. I gotta say that behind there. I don't know. If yeah, uh, beat her terribly. Got in trouble for it. Got suspended for the year as he should have. But the Hornets brought him back. Now they have kind of already said they're not bringing him back after this. And but you brought him back anyway, and it's not really brought up very much. And on top of that, here's the other thing people don't even talk about. After this. He's convicted again because he goes and messes up her car. Like so, he won't just leave it alone. He goes and messes up her car after this. So if he after all this, if he started putting up almost Luca like numbers before this, Andrew, he was a twenty point. He was our top scorer. Uh, yeah, I knew he was like I, he was. He's very good. Yeah, you can't take Lamella away his talent. Back. He's killing me in fantasy. Uh He's kill. He's killing me as a as a Hornets fan. What are you talking about? But, okay, so he is the top scorer and everything else. But I'm saying yeah. crazy Luca like number. I don't want to make fun of your team, Johnny. But please go ahead. I'll make fun of them with you. It's it's not my, a good team. It, yeah, from my understanding, it, it uh, it's not. I tell you, we suck. I'll just tell you for. I'll just say it for you. We're not it's good. Not that hard to be a top scorer. <laughs> but but I get what you're saying. But I'm saying, though, if he hit that superstar status, because you got to look out like he was in line for a heck of a contract, too, when he did this. Yeah. So somebody like me, that's not in the North Carolina area. Yeah. You know, I try and pay attention to basketball as much as I can, but I don't know what happened as I got older. I'm kind of like focused on maybe only one sport at a time, maybe two. But if he started putting up superstar numbers would he easily be give forgiven? Could you just be like, eh. to me, I, I, to me, I couldn't, you know, this though, I talked to you just between our messages. I, I was against him coming back to the team in the first place. I don't see why he's back on the team. If it's he- purely for, it's purely for, uh, there was a roster spot. He's good. 
and they announced it like I can't remember when they announced it, it was when something else was going on uh, it might have been a holiday or something I think it was a holiday and they were like well they won't get as much traction that way that he was coming back no. I am not a fan of it I don't like it personally and I man I do think here's the other thing too do you really a lot of people say that people deserve second chances right like if you truly no, you messed up. You screwed up. You really hurt somebody bad. Does that change you for the better? Do you become a better person? Do you actually grow up from that? Do you, you know, that's the other part of this conversation too. When it's, especially when it's a young person, he's young. Miles Bridges is a young guy. Yeah. If let's say like five years from now, I legit think he's really grown. Uh, maybe give him another chance. But that, but that doesn't take away from what he already did. Like it's just so. The pictures of her were so bad, Andrew. Like she looked awful. Well, he really put it onto her. It was not good. Well, there was another guy, a former Carolina Panther, played in there too. Uh, Greg Hardy. I don't know if you. Yes. Yeah. He did the same exact thing to his wife, and I guess those pictures are horrible as well. Yeah. But yes. he got like, because the Bridges didn't even get suspended, did he? I don't think so. Not that I remember. Yeah, because he, yeah, he like beat the crap out of his wife. But Greg Hardy got like a ten game suspension, and all of a sudden he got resigned. Yeah. Well, it's also this thing too. The leagues themselves. I mean, how do they police this stuff? You know, uh, it's a running joke with the NFL that like you can beat the 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 living tar out of somebody, but don't smoke but- weed. But don't smoke weed, right? That's the, that's the running joke. You smoke no. weed, you're going to get more time suspended than if you beat your spouse. No offense, but as I don't know how anybody would see this, I agree because me dealing with the internet and doing this, I realize that there are some crazy opinions and people take stuff the wrong way. So as Charles Barkley said, I'm not your role model, but in a way, these guys are role models. Kids yeah. will look up to them. They will see what they're doing. You may say you're not, and you may not want to be, but that's kind of part of the position of what you're doing. I would rather have my kid look up to, say, somebody that was, sounds horrible for me to say this, but it's kind of the lesser of the two evils. Somebody for just, you know, smoking marijuana than to look at a guy that beat on a woman. I legit have friends who smoke all the time. Uh, and, and they're great people. I have nothing against. Excuse me. Good God, I have nothing against it personally. Uh, and, and I do think it should be legalized. I don't partake in it. It's not for me. But I also don't think there's. I mean, if you're going to have alcohol, then I don't know what the difference is with weed personally. But uh, it's just. Uh, I think also it's more personal for me the Miles Bridges thing because it is the team that I grew up loving. It is my team. I feel a deep love for this team, no matter how crappy they currently are. I adore the Charlotte Hornets and always will. They're kind of a part of my identity in a way when it comes to sports, especially. And I'm most deeply offended by that. Like it it offends me more in a way because of that. Uh, That is not who I want to be a representative of my team is someone who's done something like that personally. Personally, that is not taking away anything from how 
incredibly athletic and, and gifted Miles Bridges is as a basketball player. He is obviously incredibly talented. But I think when you see, even in that case, like I talk about the separation, but I think while you're doing it, while you're playing or even not, there's some sort of a issue, you know, there's a difference there too. I mean, go back to OJ. I mean, when he got into the, into that, whatever you want to call it, it was well after he'd, he'd been playing, right? He was already a retired player. Oh, and it was years. Yeah, uh, I think there's a difference there, too. Of when, Are you an active player or not? So, I know I'm kind of football-heavy, but this was one that I thought was kind of funny in a way. So, I don't know if you're familiar with Ray Rice of the Baltimore Ravens. Yes. Yep. Okay. So, uh, a couple of weeks ago, they were playing the Dolphins. The Ravens were playing at home. And a lot of these teams are bringing back, say, a former player, maybe somebody like, like if you're a fan of that team, you would be very well versed in somebody not a fan of that team. Not so much. So Ray Rice kind of fits that bill and it's called the legend of the game. The Ravens brought back Ray Rice to be a Baltimore Ravens legend of the game. Yeah, I see. I see you chuckle. So this is a team that caught him yeah, because of what he did, but yet they brought him back to become a legend of the game. Yeah. This is where it gets into that gray area for me because I find this 100% stupid. There's also a thing, too, of is this, you know, to me, that tells me that Ray Rice has a really good friend that's in upper management. And they were like, well, let's just kind of let this die down and we'll kind of bring you back for this type of thing. Because there's also that aspect of when you have a friend or somebody you're very close to who has a who has possibly done something pretty terrible, how do you yourself react to that? Considering the type of maybe you're very close to that person. Or something. I legit had a friend in high school who got in trouble for something pretty terrible later on. I'm, I won't say anything else because this is a person I actually know, and uh, they're not a public figure. But they got and they got jail time for it that they deserved. Uh, and I haven't talked to them since then. Like it was just so weird. It wasn't like I talked to them all the time. It wasn't that kind of a friend. But I was definitely very friendly with them. I considered him a pal. Uh, and it definitely changed how I looked at him, right? Yeah. I don't now. I don't know. Like, let's say, let's say somebody I'm very, very close to uh, has done something. Would that change? Like, I do think Andrew, and I'm not telling you to do something bad, obviously, but I do think me and you're close enough where, like, if you got accused of something, I would question it, right? Because I feel like I know your character, uh, and I think that's also a part of it too. I mean, it the Ray Rice thing. And it feels disrespectful calling it a thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it, I mean, but what are you what are you gonna say? What are you gonna call it? The, it, the, it the incident. I mean, yeah, it's not. There's no good way of saying it where it gives it the proper. Yeah, yeah. without being very yeah. derogatory on what he did. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's. But it does seem to me like that's the Ravens being very. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, dumb. <laughs> yeah, I didn't understand that at all. 
I don't get it. I don't get that at I all. Because you... That's been tone deaf. That's the word I'm looking for, tone deaf. It's not like there was a dispute with... You hear about it all the time. There's a dispute with the front office. The player doesn't want to do this. Um, yeah. Like a LeBron situation with Cleveland. Yeah. You, uh, that I've seen before where all of a sudden they're like, hey, we're welcome you back. Like even a former player... Um, not Charles. O'Connor. Oh, when LeBron left for for the Miami, like the owner of the Cavs was was like oh scorched earth on LeBron, right? And then he welcomed him back. And they welcome him back. And there's a lot of former players that will do that too. I'm pretty sure when LeBron's when LeBron's career is all said and done, there's going to be the number twenty three hanging up. In the Orlando Magic are about to retire Shaq's number. There's a great one too. Yeah. Here's a guy that just straight spurred, well, not meanly. I don't think so. He was just looking out for himself in a way. With Mark. yeah, and and since then he has talked very fondly of his Orlando days. Yeah, uh, and I think time has really helped that relationship for sure. And he definitely deserves to have his jersey retired. Don't get me wrong, but that's another example because I, me and you both have distinct memories of Shaquille O'Neal, who was a uh, this ridiculous force mm-hmm. in basketball. That you literally could not stop. They, I mean, he was. Everybody remembers the Jordan rules. There were Shaq rules. Like you got to foul this guy because that's the only way you can possibly help. Just to... how white centers got jobs in the NBA. Yeah, that's how Brad Miller had his face knocked off his his skull. Todd McCullough <laughs> and Travis Knight made a career from yeah. Matt Geiger. Uh, here's here's one. Hey, you must respect on Matt Geiger's name. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> struck a chord. Uh, I don't even know what to do with this one because here's a guy that's pretty polarizing because this is kind of an on the court but off the court thing was Latrell Sprewell when he choked out PJ Carlosimo. He he legit choked out a coach and then became arguably an even bigger star in New York. Yeah. I mean, but would you like that's that's a ballsy move to be like, I want that guy. Yeah. And from what I understand, he became like he you can't take away from him his accomplishments on the court. A very, very good player. Uh, I was all in on Latrell Sprewell when he was in Minnesota. Uh, I was a big fan of his, and then that happened. I was like, "What's what? What are you doing, dude?" <laughs> Is Latrell Sprewell going after choking? <laughs> he did. Part PJ Clarissa got it good. Uh, here's another one. It's a polarizing figure that I think. As it's gotten older, they forget about the things that he, the the big thing that he did wrong, but he's remembered for, in comparison, the smaller thing is Mike Tyson. Yes, yes. Uh, Mike Tyson also went to jail. Yes, Mike Tyson, yes. Panel discussion guy. Uh, yes. <laughs> it's me, Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson is definitely one of the greatest boxers ever. Oh, yeah. Yes. No arguments there. Uh, great enforcer for WrestleMania 14. <laughs> yes. No arguments there. One of the best uh, DX members of all time. <laughs> then he turned on him. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's got to be Tyson. Uh, but he also went to jail for during, for doing a word that rhymes with great. Right. Yes. But most people, I think, if you ask what they know about Mike Tyson, they're going to make a bite in the ear. It's the bite right? in the ear, which is yeah. it, it 
goes to show you how these things fall off in a way. Yeah. Like nobody remembers that, but they remember the bite in the ear. Maybe because that happened in the ring, but it is really weird too. Because I mean, you're not wrong. He 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 got he did those awful things, but like he got an Adult Swim cartoon. I watched it. I enjoyed it. It's a very funny cartoon. That's what I'm saying. Like everybody is just kind of yeah. Even me, I'm just as guilty of just like kind of like you know what? He's he's a pretty entertaining dude. He's on Joe Rogan. He's doing, he's got his own podcast. He's interviewing the damn Undertaker. He was one of the funniest parts in, um, what's that Zach Galifianakis movie Oh, the in Hangover. Las Vegas? Hangover. The first Hangover, which was like, when that movie came out, it was a pop culture sensation, right? And he was a major part of that. Yeah, that's one that, once again, where it just kind of falls off. All right, so... We're gonna wrap this up. We're gonna we're gonna say the name. Oh, well, before you do that, you got you're one? gonna bring this up for me for the Carolina Panthers as a certain oh, yes. player. Oh, okay. let's do that one real fast. I can knock that one out really quick. Ray Caruth. Ray Caruth. Uh, I have no use for him. This is a garbage human being. Very much a garbage human I being. Was all in on Ray Caruth when he was when he was a player when he yes. came into the league. Before he did that awful, terrible thing uh, in which he deserves to be in jail for the rest of his life. In my I opinion. think this is because uh, we can't really go after OJ, but this is probably the worst thing we talked about. Um, If you don't know what Ray Cruz did, Ray Cruz was in like his third year in the NFL as a wide receiver for the Carolina Panthers doing very well if I might add, and there's not even a pro football reference page for this guy. Yeah, as there shouldn't be. He doesn't deserve it. Wow. Oh, he does have one. Oh, well, there is, but he doesn't deserve it. (laughs) He was was doing pretty good. 97, he had a decent rookie year. And then he looks like... I I definitely remember the Panthers having very high hopes for him. I do remember that for sure. But he got his girlfriend pregnant. And instead of just manning up, I mean, even Carl Malone didn't do this. So just manning up and saying, I got to take care of this kid. He hired somebody to, how do they say on YouTube now? Unalive his girlfriend. Him yeah. And- he hired somebody to take her out basically. Yeah. And not on a date. No, take her out like permanently. And she was actually pregnant at the time. Thank God the kid, well, unfortunately, the mother passed away. The kid lived, but the yeah. kid actually, I just saw, graduated from high school. So eat that, Ray Cruz. Eat it. Yeah. Eat it. Yeah. And I hope nothing but the best for that kid. That man, I couldn't even imagine like being told what happened to your mom. Yeah. And he was, I couldn't even imagine that. Ray Cruz was released as of October 22nd of 2018. And he's a garbage person, and I hope he—he uh, he is a very, very, yeah. Very do not care for him whatsoever. He sent a letter apologizing. Oh, that'll do it. Never mind. You know what? I'll take back all I said. That letter, <laughs> we're good. I uh, eat a dick. Bruce <laughs> sent a letter apologizing to Chandra Adams. This must have been the girl's mother. Yeah, I think so. 
This was a giant, by the way, this was a giant thing in Charlotte and in North Carolina. It was a major story for a long time. It even says via WBTV. Yeah, that's our big, that's our big, that's the big news station in Charlotte. Yeah. For accusing her of lying about him in interviews for years. Why would he send that? He's an idiot. That's why. Yeah. He was found guilty of guilt or found guilty of conspiracy to commit murder. He is a garbage human being. I cannot separate this. This is I can't either. I can't separate. Right. I can't either. All right. Now, this is a sport, man. You both love well, sports entertainment, whatever, whatever. Uh, Definitely still athletes. I don't care what anybody says. Very talented athletes. Yes. Uh, Let's just say the name Chris Benoit. Yes. An incredible talented wrestler you i mean good god was this guy good and wcw who was incredible and i would dare say he was even on more way up in the wwf slash e and uh the situation is well documented there's a lot of really well done documentaries and stuff you can watch on this if you're so inclined but it's incredibly depressing Dark side uh, did a great job, I felt. Yeah. Uh one weekend he doesn't show up to a show that he's supposed to be at and they can't figure out why. They find out they send police to do a welfare check and they find he, his child, and his wife all deceased. They're all they're all dead. They find them all dead. At first, they don't really know any of the things to the point where that next night on Monday Night Raw, which is always live, they actually have like a tribute to Chris Benoit Mm -hmm. because they didn't know all the facts. And then it comes in later that Benoit himself, it was a murder-suicide thing. He's the one who did it all. And it was such a horrible thing, and I completely agree with this, uh, that if you go back on the WWE's network and you watch their stuff, even the stuff that he's on, they don't erase him from it, but he's never bookmarked. They never, ever type his name ever in any of it. And I think that's how it should be personally for myself. Uh, there's a really good, uh, I can't remember exactly how it went, but Paul Heyman was asked a question about him not that long ago. And i I'm going to look up his response because I, I really liked it when he was asked about it. But you go ahead. What what are you thinking on this? Uh, Paul Heyman basically separated it in a way. Uh, hey, yes and no. Yes, yeah, it was a yes and no. He called him a garbage you were being. He called him pretty much he was horrific. He should never be forgiven for what he had done. But on the other hand, he is one of the top five performers that he's ever seen. I do remember that. I'm not yeah. quoting on 100. Uh, that's not, but to me, that's not separating the two. That's just saying he can. He, he is both. He is both those things. I'll put it at the end of this episode instead of outro. So just yeah. stay, stay tuned for, stay tuned for that. There's uh, a lot of things that go into this too. Of maybe when know. somebody does something like this, we want to, we want to do our best to try to understand why. Yeah. Right. And this did lead to a lot of CTE things with the head trauma and stuff in wrestling. And it does make you think twice when you go back and watch these old matches. I have a very distinct memory of a match he had with Jericho where he's diving through the ropes and Jericho hits him with a chair in midair. Right. And it's a very hard hit. And 
I remember when I first saw it before all this, I was like, oh man, because it was like a fantastic match, right? But when I not too long ago went back and watched it, I winced even more, right? Because like, man, I didn't. And he'd always do a flying headbutt off the top rope, all these things. Uh, but man, it, it's and on top of that, lost Eddie. I he lost Eddie Guerrero, and I'm not making excuses for what he did. Again, garbage, garbage, garbage. To put it, a monster, honestly. His wife and child. I think his child was special needs, right? If I'm thinking correctly. No, no. Are you sure? I'm not. No, one hundred. I never heard any of that in Dark Side of the Ring. I feel like I, I feel like he was. I can't remember. Anyway. His son uh, Russell's under the Benoit name. Dang. His older his son yeah, his is old older from son. another marriage. Yeah. Who wasn't there that weekend, but he would stay with them all the time. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Thank God. I couldn't even imagine. Uh and I really hope the best for that guy. Good God, I couldn't even imagine getting that news. Uh I actually found that Paul Heyman thing. Oh, did you? Yeah, let me see if I can't share the screen and bring it up here. Johnny, I normally do all the technical stuff, and then Johnny has to uh, point out what I'm doing wrong. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is this is actually intriguing, and it brings up a great point. Here, uh, okay. Oh, there it is. Yeah, Paul Heyman. It's titled "Paul Heyman calls out a fan on Chris Benoit." Yeah, I'm pretty sure this should record. If I share this, you got to make sure you got to uh, share audio. I do know that. Oh geez, John. I don't know how I don't know how you do it, but I do know you got to do it. I did share audio. Oh, if you shared audio, then it should be fine. All right, you ready? Yep. Who's saying my boy? Why? Why? You can admire his work all you want, but I'll give you my take on it. Since you want to keep on yelling out, my boy, three people died in that house that night. Only one person had the choice behind it. The other two exactly. didn't have a choice to die. So that's your boy, f- you. Exactly. Yeah. As a performer, amongst the five greatest I've ever seen in my entire life. So as a talent, remarkable. As a human being, I don't care about CTE. I don't care what the reasons are. Nancy and Daniel had no option. He did. Who's saying my boy? Yeah, yeah. And now it's just it's, re- it's just repeating, but yeah, that's that's the gist of it. That's that's I completely agree with Heyman on that, a hundred percent. Yeah, as a wrestling talent, incredible. Uh, you cannot take away anything from accolades of what he no. accomplished in that ring, but I think in the, the day that's when that's really did the victim in all these cases. Did they have a choice in what happened to them, right? Yeah. And most of the time they do not. And to me, that's when it gets really difficult to separate the two. And that's why I will never separate that from Chris Benoit, who I was at one point a big fan of. And now uh, I don't even like talking about him. No. I, I, I know there's this resurgence of people trying to bring him back up, but they, Heyman said it best there. And I think it's terrific. Yeah, we talked about some pretty damaging things, but to just take your family's life 
if it was, I mean, if it was a mental thing and you're doing, you got the same problems, get help. There's tons of help out there. But uh, I think a lot of people contributed to the loss of Eddie, uh, the CTE, and everything else. But I think this is one where I think this is probably great reason why we saved this last because this is one where it shows you that maybe in this situation it's a case by case situation. Yeah. I mean that's so much more horrific than obviously it's still bad to be on trial uh, for murder and, and yeah. Um, but uh, just to update, uh, his son Daniel. Was special needs. I, I, I wanted to make sure I was right on that. Okay. So even that makes it even, even. I mean, it was only bad to start with. That makes it even even worse somehow. Well, there was rumors that he was injecting him with steroids because he wanted yeah. him to be bigger. I mean, I, I I don't know about that. I just know that uh, Heyman said up best rumors. Yeah. Oh, I know. I know. But uh, yeah. Uh, very heavy show today. Yes. Um, it's. <laughs> We love sports, and I mean, me and you both love sports and pop culture. And there's all there's a lot of times where it's best not to meet your heroes, you know, because you'll find out more about them, and it might not always be positive. I will say that there are a lot of people out there who are genuinely good and seem to be nice people in sports mm-hmm. who got out of their way to make uh, stuff great for fans alike especially kids and that's the people that i gravitate towards those are the ones that i really like that's why i could never hate john cena for example i can never hate him i might not have been the biggest fan of him when he was winning all the time and he's super cena but i will never ever hate him that's why i will never ever hate jeff gordon i'll bring up nascar uh, jeff gordon my dad hated jeff gordon because jeff gordon was a young guy winning all the time very annoying but he yeah, has done so much. He's done so much good things for North Carolina that I can't hate the guy. Right. LeBron James is the same. I understand people getting mad at him in the hate, but he legit does a lot of good stuff for people too. On top of that, uh, it, the rock, I mean, the list goes on and on of uh, amazing athletes. What about, I mean, uh, Hogan. <laughs> What's well, He found God. So things are good there. Don't you worry about it, brother. About- <laughs> um, better than Mick, my all-time favorite guy mick foley well known for just being a, a good dude i don't have a good i don't have a, i don't my wrestling list is not a favorite wrestlers where i can try and separate it's not a very good list that i have of very wonderful people at first i was like because now even with the chris jericho thing yeah he's kind of even with my favorite athletes it's very hard for me because I got Marino who cheated on his wife and knocked up some like intern or something like that. Yeah. Uh, Jose Canseco, I don't think as bad, but rampant steroid use. I believe he was accused of beating his wife too. Um, Eric Lindros, I don't think ever really did anything bad. And what's the worst thing Larry Bird did? Put in a driveway for his. Oh, well, I guess he has a daughter and stuff that he doesn't really that he never really talked to from his first marriage a kid. Yeah. There's all, there's always things that you'll find but out. It's not, it's, there's still not the Marino one's probably the worst. Yeah. 
And what Jericho is going through now, too, is pretty. I mean, or Kobe that, Bryant. I think Kobe Bryant's a great example here. I was going to bring him up, but I wasn't sure how. It's very hollowed ground, as it should be. Yeah. A legend who we lost way too soon, who seemingly had turned his life to the right path, in my opinion. Uh, but people were quick to forget all that stuff in Colorado uh, where he was accused of something pretty horrific. And, I mean, he had to go. I definitely remember where he had to go. Like, in one day, he had to go to court and back to a basketball game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I definitely remember it being a story. Uh, so, but people are quick to forget that. it. It's, it's just so tough, man. I mean, nobody's a perfect human being, obviously. No. I mean, just as a person, I've definitely screwed up sometimes, but I've never done anything like that, thankfully. Yeah. I mean, nothing like that at all. But I've definitely have people in my life who I hope and pray that overall most people do think that I try <laughs> mm-hmm. to be a good person. But I guarantee you there's been somebody I've rubbed the wrong way. I mean, we we all have. Yeah. Uh, it's just how it goes. That's just relationships with people and stuff. Nobody's perfect. I always try to remember that. But there are some things that are just so heinous that I don't know if they can be separated. And the Benoit thing for sure is one of them for me. I I am completely fine never, ever hearing his name in pro wrestling again because of what he did. Yeah, it's it's horrible. There's actually people out there. I tried to get into the Facebook page to see what people were saying, but it's saying Benoit was framed. But I don't. Oh, God. We're also in the. We're also in a new age of conspiracy theory. I love conspiracy theories, but some of them are just so batshit insane. That it doesn't make sense. No, not at all. Not at all. Uh, but yeah, so that's uh, that's this episode of the radioactive Spider-Man. <laughs> Thank you for lighting it up for us. Uh. Do we know what we're talking about next time on this show? It's your choice. Oh, good Lord. I don't know then. I got to think of something. <laughs> I want to do something fun after this. So I'll try yeah, to think of something I, very fun. I I was going, I had a feeling I was going down a path with this subject that. Yeah. But I, no, think, I think it's important. I think it's important to talk about not just in sports though, is, is that it's, yeah. sadly it's coming up more and more. Uh, but um, I'll try to think of a more fun subject. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe we could do some sort of really fun tournament. I'll try to think of one. We should do a one-on-one. Oh, or like a sixth man tournament. Like who's the best sixth man ever? Rack that might be fun. It's going to be Dale Curry, but. Uh... Oh, geez. <laughs> you know, I've to lighten things up, I was playing NBA Live 93. Oh, yeah. yeah. I had my kids believing that I hacked the game. And I put in Steph Curry on the Hornets. Oh, because this is the name, same number and everything. Same yeah. names. <laughs> and I was like, look, guys, I, I hacked the game. We'll think of something fun. Yeah, we'll we'll get something. Johnny will lighten things up while gloom and doom Andrew over here will <laughs> have to sit back and enjoy. Oh, man. Uh, but we appreciate all you listening. Again, Happy New Year. Uh, it, it means a lot to us that anybody listens to us. So thank you uh, mm-hmm. so much. 
Uh, and make sure you check out our Facebook page and the YouTube channel as well, where I continue my Tecmo Super Bowl season with the Cardinals. It's been a couple of weeks, but I'm going to the holidays hit. So I'm going to be starting that back up as well. And I guess with that being said, good morning, good afternoon, and good night. Who's saying my boy? Why? Why? You can admire his work all you want, but I'll give you my take on it. Since you want to keep on yelling out my boy, three people died in that house that night. Only one person had the choice behind it. The other two didn't have a choice to die. So if that's your boy, you. As a performer, amongst the five greatest I've ever seen in my entire life. So as a talent, remarkable. As a human being, I don't care about CTE. I don't care what the reasons are. Nancy and Daniel had no option. He did.